I'm Jesse Porter, the Streets of Rage champion of the world. Stay tuned for Settling on the Stream. The views expressed in the following show are for entertainment purposes only. They're not necessarily the views of Twin Galaxies, HD Films, Settle It on the Screen, or any other affiliates. Oh, Mike, where are you? Hi. Oh, hey. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. What's Welcome up? to, uh... So what were you guys doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? It's <laughs> crazy. Welcome, welcome to Settle It on the Screen, here on Settle on the Screen Twitch channel. As Twin, ja Twin Galaxies Twin Live Galaxies. is still not up and broadcasting, except once a night. Yes. Right after our show tonight. Yep. But nevertheless, they'll be back next week. Um, Jace Hall will be on with State of the Galaxies next Friday at 10 p.m. now. So you won't see us. You will not, unfortunately. Um, we might do a Mystery Science Theater 3000 Ooh. on our channel. But we'll we see. That would be if fine we can set that. it up, we might do that. But we're the commentary show about the Twin Galaxies database. World record high score chasing, not really speed runs, all that good stuff, more or less. <laughs> not, not really. I was, it's semi speed runs. Like, go fast, but not too fast. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would be open up a whole new can oh, of worms. Yeah, whole new, yeah. can of worms. That's what I do. That's what you do best. Yeah. Um, so, we're here to talk about uh, world record champions, what's going on with Twin Galaxies. Uh, we kind of leave the drama out. Um, I might go for a brand new track world record tonight. I don't know if you guys have noticed. There's a new track put it's out up, there, right? Um, about Super Mario Brothers. It's Super Mario Brothers, yeah. the original, just, man. If you're on your computer, make sure you check out the new track on Super Mario Brothers for the NES. It's, uh, Mitch, have you been drinking Drano? Your mouth is blue. Wait a second. My mouth is blue. Because? Because of our first sponsor of the night, Blow Pop Suckers. All the flavors are good. Cherry, strawberry, my personal favorites, blue raspberry. Hence, this is why my lips are blue, but go to any gas station on the planet and you will be able to pick this up. Or come to us. Where, 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 where am I? Detroit. <laughs> or come hang out with us in the Settle on the Screen studios and we have buckets of blue raspberry suckers because they're our favorite, so those are the ones oh, we request. And they said, what are you doing? Burning down the Come studio. on, you're ruining our spo the sponsorship. Sorry, right? our cigar sponsors. So blow pop suckers, out. go pick some up or come over here and you can have like a thousand of them because we have a, we have that many. So. See, we have tons of them. All blue raspberry. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh no, that's actually the watermelon. That's but we don't a, like the watermelon. That's the transparent one. Yeah, that doesn't turn your lips blue, so... Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, so it is, uh, man, Christmas is only two weeks away. Yep. What the heck, man? Yep, so. Star Wars is yep. coming yep. out soon. Yep. Next Less than a week. week. Yep, no one will be watching our show because they'll be at the theater, unless they're like us watching it the day before. Yeah, you got to go see it the 17th. Um, so, oh, yeah, no one's going to watch Jace next week. Actually, it's good that we're off next yeah, week. Yeah, actually, next yeah. week might be, like, the lowest viewership on any, like, podcasting yeah. just because yeah. Star Wars is coming out. So, uh, so just program note, more than likely... Jace Hall will be on next week. Yep. You know, he said he was on a few weeks ago, but that didn't happen. Um, 
If he's not on, then we will be on, but that's very doubtful at this point. We know it's pretty much. And then, unfortunately, there's Christmas, and there's actually New Year's Day. So we don't know if we're going to be broadcasting our show until the new year. This could be the last of 2015. This might be our last broadcast. Might, though. We're Um, we're trying to work on some stuff. And then in 2016, our first broadcast will be that. The uh, 8th? Yeah, 7th or 8th, whatever that Friday is. Should be the 8th. Uh, we'll be back on Twin Galaxies Live as long as we're not canceled. Um, yeah, this could so, be our final show ever, maybe. Possibly. Well, the... actually, on this channel, no. No. We will continue on, this channel. on this channel if Jace doesn't fire us. Yes. No. Like, well, we just gave him an out. Oh, we did. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, he's going to be like, wait a second. It's not going to bum them out too bad. They're, no, they're just going to keep gonna do going. It. They're, they're gonna do if it you guys just... really want to just keep doing the show on your channel, you're doing a great job. That's on your channel. Yeah. Yes. Just keep you guys over there. Yeah. That's, that's how Jason talks, yeah. too. Just take me you off. Guys you guys are great. You guys are great. Take that Twin Galaxies disclaimer off at the beginning of the show. <laughs> you no, don't need, you need you to don't say need that. No, no, no. You, in fact, if you could possibly not mention Twin Galaxies ever again, that would be perfect. <laughs> Um, nevertheless, please subscribe to us, like us on Facebook, Twitter, except I won't post it on Twitter. Um, so make sure you follow us on Facebook, and we'll put a mention on the Twin Galaxies uh, forum. We may be in the works, depending oh. on what we're doing, New Year's Eve night. It's, it's not set in stone, but instead of watching Dick Clark, I know he's dead, but instead of watching Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> VHS if you guys want to watch these guys... Yes. Count you into the new year. We might on be Twitch, there. we may be broadcasting that Thursday night. What a ridiculous, <laughs> unsubstantiated tease! Yeah, we're not sure if we're gonna do it, but we might. But if you guys want, if you guys are gonna tell us you're gonna watch and you really want us to do it, yeah, yeah. message us and maybe that would encourage us more likely to do it. Put it this way: we're game yeah, to we're do game, it. So, yeah, but it's not official yet. No, not so official. when it's official. We'll put it on the Facebook page. Yes, I'll instant message you. I'll annoy you. I'll text you if I have your phone number. We'll Snapchat the hell out of you. Yeah. So. Yeah, I get a word that night too. Oh, oh do you? That sucks. That's like, that's like I've never had. I've, since I've been well, since well, I'm 30 now. Yeah. Last time I've had New Year's Eve off was when I was 20 years old. So oh. years Are you working till midnight or working past midnight? I'm working till nine. Oh, well, that's oh, not that's too not, bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. Mike and hey, I you work at a liquor store on New Year's. Oh, it's a no. It is. Yeah. Oh, I know. Busy. It is, oh my god. You're still off at nine. Yeah, at least you're. I mean, that's cool. You know. At least you can get hammered by midnight. Oh, I can get hammered in an hour if I really want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eight thirty minutes. Yeah, that's true. So let's go over select world records from the Twin Galaxies database for the week of December, December 11, 2015. These are select few. These aren't all of them. You can check them all out on the accepted or just check the world rankings. You know, These are just the new ones for the week. So here <laughs> we, we go. We don't read old world. Wow. This one was from 2009. <laughs> we should. Time. <laughs> it's been beat six times we, since then. Yeah. We should go back and read some old ones. <laughs> it would make total sense. Especially Maybe uh, on this day, this oh, yeah, I would like that's to do a that. great idea. Yeah. Oh my god! Damn. Yeah, that, you guys in chat take that idea. That was fine. Dang, dude, that's great. Well, we, we'll just we, we did it once. Did we? before Jace got Twin Galaxies going back? We said back oh, in shit. this back in it was like settled on the screen episode two. 
Really? Yeah, like this day in Twin Galaxies <laughs> history, in 1983, somebody broke the space zap world. I don't know. And then we, we probably made fun of them for 10 minutes. Of course we did. <laughs> That's all we did. Not that anyone could verify that yeah. score. Well, congratulations to New World Records to uh, Brendan O'Dowd from Auburn, Massachusetts. Oh. A New World Record on an awesome game that I got to play at the Twin Galaxies Festival. <laughs> space Zap. 283,750 points. I love this arcade game because you you play your deep your D-pads on the right technically and your fire buttons on the left. I, it's a game for left-handed people. It is a game for left-handed people. So Glenn, people. this I is like perfect it. for you. Yeah, it was it's a very fun game, old game from 1980 from Midway. Um, awesome game, awesome job. I don't know there's too many. I'm assuming you done it at Fun Spot is my recollection from my research. So congratulations to him. My score is about 100,000 I got at the Twin Gallery. I played it for like 20 minutes or something. Dang, it was, it was exhausting to play that game. Well, and it's a unique game for that time because you don't shoot spaceships in that game. You zap spaceships, which yeah, exactly. is totally different. <laughs> it changes the complexion of the game completely. Yeah. Oh, Glenn, you want to read one? Sure. What is that? So I asked him. Uh, excuse me if I completely. Oh, we do it. actually. I'll, you know what? We'll come back to this one. I actually. Why? Yeah, I have the. I asked him for the per, correct pronounce. Uh, can't I, even say that word. I can't right. even say that right now. Correct pronounce the ocean. I'll have Nick say it because I he messaged me. And we also have a special message to talk about Steve. So we'll come back to him. So I'll have. Is it I'll have Glenn read this one. It's Dan Desjardins from the East Coast. You're going to read all Commodore of Commodore 64, Frogger, Sierra, Emulation, 64,290 points. Yep, this came across my desk, too. Yep. <laughs> cool. We can't see them, Mike. What? Is Galan reading all of them? Oh, I'm, no, no, Glenn's not, no, no. Oh, okay, no, okay, I was Glenn, just sure. Glenn's going to talk about this for about maybe 10 more seconds. <laughs> How's that? Frogger, big game. Never played it on the Commodore, but they make great arcade ports, so I bet it's good. Okay, there we go. All right, Nick, <laughs> you ready for it? Here yeah. it is. There it is. You ready? Got sure, it? yeah, I got it. Here, here we go. Nick's going to attempt it. We got uh, Steve Germershausen from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, Flames. Uh, yeah, nice going, man. I like that. Flames, what he's wearing in Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets shirt, which is cool. Uh, Atari 2600. <laughs> Snake. NTSC game one, difficulty B. Not to get confused with A or C. 2,000 points. Only 2,000, huh? Uh, he beat the he beat the world. We announced that world record. It was 1,000 no, a week I ago. That was a two-hour gameplay. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's uh, pretty great. Um, we also do, gotta, we do have to send uh, a uh, shout-out to his newborn son, mm. uh, Nathan. Nathan. Germerhausen. Germerhausen. Come on. Uh, four months old. Congratulations to Steve on both awesome achievements in life. Yeah, that's pretty great, man. So, that's a good. What a good month. I know. Good month. World record and snake and a new baby. Name Nathan. Name Nathan. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So hope to see more <laughs> from him. We, he's a. He has quite a few world records on the database, as well. Oh, that's you, Mike. Uh, Michael Dietrich came across my uh, desk once again, beating the score I was trying to go for on Space Pilot. 174,800 points. Uh, also qualified for the uh, 
the uh, Wingstop? Wingstop gift nice. card giveaway, but he already won this year. Oh, so, did he? So he yeah. can. Yeah, he should have hanged on to it until 2016. So, uh, Awesome job, Mike. One, 174800 yep. by the way. Uh, wait, oh, who is this? I don't want to show this one. Oh, yet. okay. Nope, I don't oh, wait, what? 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 You're just mincing it off. Oh, my gosh. You, go. you ruined the surprise. Yeah, I kind of want to show both of them. Talked about Aaron, who is our guest, who's sitting in the Skype channel with us. Um, we gotta we gotta give him props and props to Rob Ross for the two player death race, two player team, fifty points, awesome video to watch you guys both play. Rob is also the world record on another arcade driving game, uh, champion sprint. Actually, I think it's the other one, super sprint. It's super sprint. God, right? that's such a hard game to play. Uh, and the Xbox, it's hard to play too. Uh, so congratulations to you guys. I'm assuming that was done at the same time you did your death race as well, Aaron, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, we actually did the two-player first. <laughs> oh, okay. So you had a nice yeah. warm-up. Yeah. It wasn't just a coincidence. It's no. It was funny. The first like the first day we went in, or that that day when we went in, the first game I put up with my friend James Cameron actually got oh. actually beat the world record. It was a 45. James and then, uh, but we weren't recording it. We were just. We were just messing around, and we just put up a 45. So Rob, we just kept rotating people, and then Rob Ross and I just hammered out a 50, like, two or three games after that. I'm just surprised that it was working so well, honestly. Awesome. Do you know when Avatar 2 is coming out? <laughs> he gets asked that literally all the time, and he always acts like he doesn't like it, but I know he loves it. So. <laughs> he'll, be so, he'll, be so, he'll be so happy that you said that. Okay. He, thinks it's, he thinks it's the funniest joke in the world, so... <laughs> that was his sure He's never heard that one before. Oh, yes. Yeah, we were hanging out with Ains Cameron and Bob Ross. <laughs> no kidding. Is that Rick Ross's brother? Yeah, I, I call him I call him Rob Ross all the time. Like, I always use first and last when I talk to him. And he, he's actually asked me before why I say that. And I'm like, it's just so close to Bob Ross that I just really enjoy saying your full name because it's so short. So, I, like, I don't see him. I'm not like, hey, Rob. I'm just like, hey, Rob Ross. I don't know why. I don't know why. And he, he thinks it's super weird. But, yeah, he, he told me specifically. He's like, make sure you give me a shout-out, man, because right now on TG, they've got the record in. But, uh it's something weird with submissions with the team scores. And for whatever reason, like I, I explicitly put in my thing, you know, put it under me and also make sure you credit Rob Ross and put it under his thing. But it's showing, if you go look up Death Race 2 player in Twin Galaxies right now, it only says my name. So it looks like I'm some kind of like, you know, badass that's playing both things at the same time. But oh, you're reality just, is well, Rob Ross actually got more points than I did. So Okay. People see it. If they click the submission, they can see. But, yeah, that's something Jace is working it. on. Like, for example, so, other yeah. people have different workarounds currently. They set up a new account and then basically put their first name, period, or first initial, period, last name, space. Like, me and Nick have one, except I think yeah. it still says Nick Soroka. <laughs> yeah. It took my <laughs> but then, But then some people caught on and just started doing first initial, last name, all as one name, so then both names show up. I mean... That's something that Jace is working on, and they'll they'll go through that at some point. Because to be honest with you, in my opinion, team scores are so much more fun to go for than single player. It's just oh my god, so yeah. much more satisfying when two people work <laughs> together and get that. So oh, definitely, they're a blast. We actually went there for the like one of the reasons why or one of the games we were targeting we went there was team-based scores we went after a few of them so i actually uh i still have to submit two more that i have that i didn't submit yet um for xenophobe actually oh and, uh, we got the two-man and the three-man for xenophobe awesome so, 
I gotta submit those still. I haven't submitted them. They haven't, they're not they're not approved yet, obviously, because they haven't gone in. But that I actually did do with James Cameron, so maybe yes. you know, you got some some Avatar alien killing magic going on there. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And then actually the three men we did, James Cameron, myself, and uh, Brian Koo was there. Oh, so Brian Koo. Brian Koo yeah, and he actually formerly had the two man record. Come well, in. I say formerly. Right now he actually has it currently, but oh. Yeah, returning to the returning to the scoreboard in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he lost. He would have lost his second man because we beat it, but then he would have got a third man, a three man. So it was pretty cool. Um, nice. I put those in the wrong order, but we've introduced. Well, welcome Aaron to the show. We were going to introduce you, nice. <laughs> but uh, we got one more for you to read about. Uh, Rob, uh, Robot Bull. We'll talk to you all about all of these, of course, in a few minutes. Uh, Two hundred ninety. Almost a perfect game. Got the, for, you missed it by a pin. What? Yeah, a pin. <laughs> I mean, if people know bowling. If you miss the first frame and you get a nine, that's missing it by a pin because the way bowling scored, <clears throat> two hundred ninety pins, and this did come across my desk. Oh! And more the less. Nice, nice. Aaron, you do win this week's Wingstop gift card giveaway. Nice going, man. Congratulations right, to you. Now my first question is: You're from Ontario, correct? Yeah. Oh no, I'm from a. Yeah, I'm from a city called Sudbury. Okay. Uh, in Ontario. So I'm assuming you don't have wing stops, right? Uh, no, I don't think we do here. But there's one in Ottawa, and I have lots of friends in Ottawa, like Rob Ross, okay. for example. Oh. <laughs> and James Cameron. Well, and Bill McAvoy. So well, I have lots of friends okay. in Ottawa. Oh, then. William McAvoy, huh? Um, yeah, William McAvoy. Yeah. Data guy. Um. Yeah. Is there any? Are, we have another sponsor. We haven't actually. Talked about, but is there Buffalo Wild Wings in Canada? I think there is. Okay, actually. Well, we'll yeah. talk to you later about that. We sure. do have other sponsors of Wings. That is it. To be what honest, a coincidence because I happen to love wings. So oh, okay, okay, that's beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah to, to, just to not be a bummer to anybody. Yeah. This is the last Wingstop giveaway. Oh, is it? Our our, our sponsorship ends with wings. Oh, that's today. right, it does. It goes to Buffalo Wild Wings starting in 2016. So, oh, good. I mean... Good for me. Good that's for fine. us. Well, good for us, too. We don't like Wingstop. We prefer... Oh. I mean, they're not giving us money now, so it's like, screw them, right? And I don't really like them anyways. <laughs> I like Buffalo Wild Wings better, so... <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, the superior wing. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Way better than Wingstop. So those are select world records for the week. Of November twelfth. Oh, there's Nick playing Mario. Oh yeah, there, there we go. Super, Super Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. Yep. There we go. Oh, it's not showing up now. Oh, I don't know how to work in Switcher. Whatever. So, um, before we get to talking to Aaron about his world records, it was all at Fun Spot, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, we'll get to him here in a second. Um, but uh, we do have some sad news. We do, actually. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have been on the website or Facebook, um, you do know, you possibly know already, uh, Josh Jones uh, passed away yesterday uh, morning. He, uh, advocate gamer, kind of in the Twin Galaxies realm. He didn't really submit world records, but he stayed around <clears throat> part of it. Did a lot of charitable gaming marathons, worked with a lot of people around where he was in Texas for some streaming, some gaming events. Uh, raising money for a lot uh, of charities over the past three or four years. Uh, me and him had arguments, of course, over Record Center and Twin Galaxies, but nevertheless, um, it's very uh, no, it's unfortunate so news, especially so young. Um, so what we want to do is just just let everybody know, and if anybody who's uh, you know helped them in the past with any uh, charitable you know 
ventures that he has. He's helped out a lot of people. Um, would be great right now. He had a lot of medical bills, is what we're understanding from his daughter, um, to save his life uh, earlier in the week. So we're there's a GoFundMe account. Um, love for Josh. GoFundMe.com/slash Love for Josh. Uh, you can donate there to help out the family, funeral expenses, and all the medical expenses. Um, so uh, unfortunately, very sad news here again, unsettled on the screen. But we just want to let everybody know and Godspeed to his family. So. There. Yes. We're back. Yes. So, Aaron. Yeah. So, uh, so you had you had a trip to a fun spot. Who who all was there? Did you? Have, was it kind of an there event? Was, yeah, there was a lot of people there. Uh, we were actually told about the trip from. Uh, well, I was informed from James Cameron, uh, not the director, and oh. he uh, heard through Rob uh, Merchek that, you know, they do like a November gathering, if everyone <clears throat> goes to, or at least Rob Merchek goes to do like a little week holiday um, in New Hampshire, and we heard that there was going to be a bunch of other people that went, so we all decided we were going to go too. Uh, we being myself and Jay Cameron and a few other people we were going to meet there, including Rob Ross, the guy I set the record with. And... Uh, a bunch of us were. A bunch of us went down, and then Rob didn't come with us. He came actually after us, but uh, we met him there. And then there was a whole bunch of regular people there, like guys that normally attend the tournaments when they were doing the um, Ackham tournaments every year uh, in the summertime. Uh, usually, there's a bunch of regulars that go, like a, guy, a lot of guys people know, Martin Bedard and and uh, Steve Wagner. There's a whole bunch of people that were there this time around that we got to see. So it was really cool. Like, uh, it wasn't empty. You know what I mean? We went there, mm -hmm. and we're having... We, this is the first time I've gone down, personally, in November, during, like, the, the Merchek trip. And uh, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but I believe I am. But... Uh, you, yeah. We saw him there, and he was he was great. Uh, I know Tim Hett was there, too, I believe. Uh, there was a lot of guys there, actually. A lot of people showed up. Um, Chris Whitehead was there, or Chris White, rather. Uh, a whole bunch of people we saw kind of in and out. It wasn't it wasn't the same theme or atmosphere as uh, the normal. Um, oh, I'll enable my video here. I can actually see you guys in the Skype conversation. I'm watching on Twitch, by the way. Oh, you so. can't see us right now. No, oh. I can't see anybody. I, the group oh. conversation is just like a big blue window for me. So. Oh man. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, we I'm can't watching see you through uh, through Twitch. Actually. Oh, okay. So you're like on a delay. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine on here. I just, okay. I can't really see anything. So if you're expecting me to read anything, it's not going to happen. Oh, no. But that picture of me is way more flattering than my actual face, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so anyways, there was a lot of people there. It was really, really nice. Um, it was a lot more relaxed than the tournaments would have been. And uh, we got to meet a lot of people and hang out. No, we didn't really do any dinner. Um, last year... During the tournament, there was a really nice dinner that everybody, everybody was there, like Hank Chan and everybody. A bunch of people went out for, oh. uh, for supper, and that was cool. But um, this time, everybody kind of did their thing. I know Rob and they kind of had their own dinner, but we had our own plans. Like, Jay Cameron and I um, had our own plans. We were down there. We just kind of hung out and chilled out after playing pretty much all day, every day. So it was a nice atmosphere, though, because it was... No tournament, there, right? Just, no. Just, no, just, no. Just, just playing games, yeah. Yeah, it was just... We could just target the uh, the records we were going for, you know what I mean? So we got a lot of good times to play on them. Um, we kind of had to, we had a little bit of a thing going on where we had to uh, jury-rig this setup for our camera, which was essentially, I brought my own camera, which is like a professional DLSLR, D7, 
DSLR, like it's a camera that you normally shoot <clears throat> photography with. Yeah, yeah. I went, to, I went to record with that, but the, the the formatting that the card is in limits how much time you can really record, and uh, records were really far more long. But ultimately, we ended up having to like hack together this crazy setup with his stand that he had. And I had to, we basically took a block of foam and cut out a little thing to hold my phone. And then the foam, and like it was all taped to the stand, but it worked out perfectly. It just recorded with my phone, and I recorded all the records, and it was like flawless. Nice. So thank God for modern technology, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With cell phones out, too, it makes it makes things a lot easier. I just got this phone, too. I was like struggling with this ancient phone I had that was a piece of crap. So <laughs> I just got this phone, and I was like, hey, we can test out how long you can record video with it. Like exploding from heat, so. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was able to get an hour out of my iPhone. Are you serious? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I oh mean, yeah. I, that was it. This phone is the um, the Nexus 6P. It just came out, and it's got a ridiculously good battery life. So I honestly I could record almost all day, like not nonstop. <laughs> I'd stop, but I got a couple hours worth of recording that's, per charge. Wow, that's incredible. That's it's ridiculous. So you did the two death races, uh, obviously the bull. Did you do any other ones that we're not aware of at this point? Yeah, or there was there was <laughs> death race one, death race two man. There was robot bull. Robot bull was funny because I actually, I honestly did that in one sitting. I sat down, was like, I'm going to figure this game out. And then I played with Jay Cameron beside me, and we kind of went back and forth a few times. And then after a while, he, he got bored of it. And I just hammered out a few more sittings, and we got it. So nice. it was actually pretty quick, uh, maybe an hour, maybe. And then uh, and I had never played it before that. So it was it was a fun little game to learn. And then we went on to, uh, we did uh, Xenophobe. The Xenophobe was actually the next day. We kind of practiced that night. We set an OK score. But um, the next day is when we did Xenophobe 2-man, which would have usurped uh, the previous record that was uh, I believe it was Brian Koo and I'm not sure who else did it with Brian Koo but um, we, we got the two men we just recorded it we haven't submitted it yet and then we also did the three man the next day with Brian Koo so, oh sweet yeah, five in total in like two days so it was a pretty good pretty Very good cool. run well, do you know what your score was <clears throat> for two or three player I'm curious yeah that's uh, uh, it's honestly the three player one uh, and I'll tell you now we noticed on the track I didn't see any former records for the three uh -huh. men so we knew that we essentially no matter what we get is a record. Yeah. I think it. I think it was close to two, like only two hundred thousand points. It wasn't a lot. Okay. And the same, the same thing with the two man. The previous two man, I think, was only one seventy, and I think we put up like two hundred k again. It's honestly, it's easier with less people. Yeah. Um, I bet. I bet it would be. That game's kind of. I don't know. It I, gets hectic. It gets hectic. Yeah. It gets. It's it almost too problematic. I mean, I. I. I just. I played it. Because I, I mean, if people know why I played it, they can figure it out. Uh, twin game. But I just submitted a score for the Xbox for one player, and I was thinking, oh, yeah. if you play this yeah, with three, either, you right? play this with three player. It's like yeah. really difficult. I mean, I don't want to say it's difficult, but you can see it's where just the chaotic. yeah, the chaotic and the scoring opportunities really aren't that much better. Where if you play a game yeah. like Rampage, yes, yeah, uh, another midway game, that's kind of a different beast. If you have good teamwork. You can really push that game really far. I don't know far. what the record is on Rampage for multiplayer, uh, but I know that uh, Jay, Jay, the guy who I was there with, he actually was really enjoying it. I think him and Brian Koo had a good time playing it. They got pretty far, so they were uh, they were having a good time with that. So that's a, that's a really cool game. It's something I could definitely look at, yeah. looking at a two or three man on it. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, Rampage is a blast. Yeah, yeah. And for any of those fans listening out there, that that does qualify for a... Uh, Wingstop gift card Does it for really? all the participants. What? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was random. It is random. No, it's not. Any world record. <laughs> <laughs> I 
qualifies. It qualifies. Nick, what you're doing right now qualifies. Oh, does it? Really? Yeah. Well, except you're an employee of Settle It On The Screen. So. <laughs> oh, man, Settle It On The Screen's a company now? Yep. Yep, we just turned uh No, it's the worst. I'm the employee, but I still don't get paid. Yeah, that's right, yep. It's like the worst yeah, deal it's ever. Those volunteer positions. Oh, they're wow. taxed on. So it's in yeah, exactly. Or is that indentured servitude? That's more like. Because <laughs> I choose to come here, right? Yep. Obviously, you're here every other week. Yeah, I just check Facebook for slaves. Oh. <laughs> Facebook doesn't lie. <laughs> no, it does not. Cool. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention while we're here, because I know we've got a few of the uh, galloping ghost guys. Um, oh yeah. Uh. I actually just saw that Doc Mac uh, at GGA. He just got he just got their um, xenophobe on the floor, and they've got or not? Oh, is it xenophobe? Are you talking about the xenophobe? They just redid the art of xenophobe, and they just got um, not long ago they got uh, alien syndrome with a topper. And man, it's so cool! Like the one that he it's it, it they have that at Fun Spot too. And I saw it there this time, and I was like, this game's art is so cool, and like the look of the topper and everything, it's all lit up. It's like this three eyed alien. It's so cool. Um, and Doc Mac just got that at their place, so it's really cool. And he, he talked about it on his podcast, which I'm actually a huge fan of, um, their podcast as well. And um, he talked about how they got it. He just got a steal on it, and it looks amazing. So I love that game. It's a similar vein of, uh, of xenophobia. You know what I mean? You're just killing aliens and stuff. It's a different style of game, but it's still really cool. I was playing that while I was there, and I really loved it. So awesome game. Yeah, very cool. Uh, we're we're gonna pause, Nick. We got to do our. Uh, our interview this week yes, we with do. Aaron is actually brought to you by a new new sponsor. Oh, it is. Yeah. So. Um, Where is it? Oh, you have it. Yeah, I have. Oh, it. you well, have. Well, we okay. still have to do our usual sponsor. No, we do. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, here, go ahead, Nick. The rest of though is the second half of the hour, right? Yeah, oh, second half. Oof, we, nice going, Mike. As usual, but second half of the hour this week brought to you by Airhead Fruits. Um, like we mentioned, any gas station or convenience store sells Airhead <laughs> Fruits. Uh, wonderful candy personal favorite is the orange um so any uh any speedway or uh you know mobile gas station or like we say with all of our sponsorships if you ever want to come by the set on the screen studios a box of these bad boys it's only like half full now because we eat the hell out of these things mm -hmm. but um airhead fruits and uh we're purpose purposely not opening this one because it's for sponsorship it's just the so. easiest way to yeah. go with it but yeah. um airhead fruits check them out they're better than regular airheads which we still have because yeah, we, we like these ones way better. And we have a new sponsor for the World Records. We didn't announce it, so we probably just lost them. Uh, we're actually <laughs> sponsored by... Um, you don't just lose a sponsor. We're sponsored by uh, Pepsi now, but we have Moonshine, or Dewshine, Mountain Dew. If you look there in the label, it says non-alcoholic. Yes, it is not um, alcoholic. Now, that is, add alcohol. now, to be honest, that is actually not the green screen. Here, I'll put it in front of Nick. No, it's just clear. It's clear. Check it it's out. It's clear Mountain Dew. See my finger? Yep. It's, it's not because of the green. Mountain Dew. It's not because of the Bud Light Lime. How is transparent. I don't know. And it don't have booze in it. It yeah. doesn't have booze in it. <laughs> it does smell. I feel like I shouldn't it taste it. Because I'm not a... It's like Crystal Pepsi except Crystal Dew. Yeah. Oh. How is it? It seems like the obvious choice is they're expecting people to mix it with something. <laughs> you know? Pretty much that's what it is. Let me, let me give it There's a no Dew taste. I'll say it smells like... So it's like another sugar. pop I've had. It sucks. It's like sugar water. Okay, now we probably lost our sponsor. Tastes like crap. I don't like. I think it tastes fine. <laughs> They're not paying us. They're just giving us free stuff. Yeah, whatever. They still gave it to us. 
<laughs> the ones we get. We're like the worst. Hey, hey for the sponsors we get paid shot. for, for the sponsors we get paid for, oh yeah, I will cringe and eat and choke myself <laughs> or smoke myself to death for our sponsors that they give us money. They're just giving us free stuff and it tastes like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Well, though, I the mean, one the one tobacco sponsor we did get once was, uh, this was years ago. Oh, yeah. What was it, like, Arturo for one? It was, a, it was a cigar brand. It was awesome. Yeah, we got cigars. That was, like, the best sponsor ever. Ever, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely go for one of those again. But, maybe um, you should put some booze in there. Maybe it actually it probably would taste yeah. a lot better. So, do shine. If you can find it, go try it and get disgusted. Give it a shot. <laughs> Get disgusted. Glowing endorsement. All right. Glowing endorsement. One and only sponsorship with Dewshine. We have like a case of it. Though. Well, a case. We I know. Like I'm, really, I'm just screwing it. over our our uh, our Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, I wanted. We started with Dewshine. I wanted Pepsi. Okay. Dewshine. That is good as. That's true. I did want my yes. <laughs> Yeah. So I'll, pro- I'll promote it. Dewshine actually got me through my uh, death race records. It was all sponsored by her. It was uh, fueled by Dewshine. So. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. That okay. wasn't. Not no, really. no, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, damn. Oh, so, so you got. I was drinking water the whole time I was there. Uh-huh. We, were, we were like, because Jay's on like a health kick where he's eating really healthy. So I was trying to be supportive and not be a total tool. So I'm drinking water a lot. So. That's what I was drinking while I was there. Plus, I just like drinking water a lot normally. So. It's a good idea. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It's like we were designed to drink water. Like gamers surviving off of pop is, I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, if you're really tired, but you're just going to get more tired. So you're get more dehydrated, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, going to say. You're probably being hydrated. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, without a toe. It makes you pee more. Oh, yeah, it makes so you pee more, and it just drags you down to water is obviously the best thing. I don't know if you, like, I don't know if you guys watched the whole videos for the, um, my death race records when I set them, and it's, I'll point it out, because I like pointing it out and embarrassing myself. I recorded them, and I, I don't know if you guys have ever played it, but that game, it gets... Like it's really intense. You're you're having a shift oh, yeah. like a maniac. Oh yeah, you're going crazy land. left and right. I mean, I saw when I was watching the two player, just watching <laughs> Rob. I'm like, yeah. I would like to, I would like to see him play Super Sprint too as well. Just the way. Oh, Rob's he, amazing. Just yeah. the way He's he moved the wheel. I'm like, damn, that's damn. awesome. That it was it was enjoyable to watch the controls of somebody I was playing so, than so much yeah, the, was, the screen itself. I was so glad uh, that Rob wanted to come play because, I mean, Rob Ross and I are friends, and Robbie Lakeman and I are also friends, but uh, Rob Ross, I mean, he's just fantastic at Super Sprint. Watching him play Super Sprint, you know, he's just a really, he's a really good driving game player, and a lot of the tournaments that we've been in, they don't focus a lot on driving games much, so I was, like, super stoked when Rob showed some interest in actually playing Death Race because I knew that he was... Um, a very capable driving game player. So, plus we have this thing going. I was going to talk about that. Uh, there's kind of this little pseudo rivalry of Team Canada versus Team USA because uh, Rob Lakeman, Robbie Lakeman, and uh, the previous um, record holder Mike Chase are both American, right? So we go there. We have, we love the Americans when we go and visit you guys. We love everybody in the states. But we go down there and like one of the first times I ever played that game, I beat I beat Rob. Um, or rather, sorry, I beat my Chase's record, and it was like a real competitive thing. Like, I got it, and then my Chase was like, that's it, I'm not letting some Canadian have the record. And he went back, and he beat it again, like, the same night. And then Robbie Lakeman started playing with him. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get Lakeman. So I go back to get playing. Yeah, yeah, and then I broke the record again. And so we had this little rivalry. So there's been a long-going rivalry of Team Canada versus Team USA. So right now, at some point in December, I don't even know what day it is. It could be any time now. Uh, Robbie Lakeman is going to be on vacation in New Hampshire because he's got family there. Because he used to be local to New Hampshire, he moved away. But um, oh. Robbie Lakeman is uh, is planning on going back with Mike Chase, and they're going to go try and take the two man record. Sweet. So, uh, 
it's a Team Canada versus Team USA thing. So I told Rob Ross, like, he's not really allowed to play with anybody but me. Yeah. Or, or, G, or G Cameron, because yeah. we're Canadians. So, so there's more, or maybe Martin Bernard if he got into it, but there's not that many Canadian guys that show up, so uh, we have to divide it by countries now because, you know, it's a matter of pride. Obviously, Canada, it matters a lot to Canada to have this record. It does, oh yeah. So no, it should. It's, I almost, mean... it's almost as important as the Stanley <laughs> Actually, it is more important than the Stanley Cup. <laughs> For those hey. of us who aren't yeah. capable of playing hockey professionally. Yeah, like, I mean, so, yeah. And, yeah. And to be honest, you know, where they live, <laughs> Toronto, Ottawa. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Not as just root for... <laughs> just root hey, for the Red Wings. Yeah, just... Toronto is like the worst team ever. I'm a huge hockey fan, obviously. Um, it's like our national... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, absolutely. Yeah. We know. We, but all we hate Toronto. Like, I like, we did. I like the Habs. I hate Toronto. Uh, I like all mostly American teams. Like, I talk to a lot of people online. I'm like a, a pretty big fan of uh, Tampa. I'm a pretty big fan of St. Louis. So, like, I like a lot of the American teams. Like, a lot of my friends hate it because they think I'm a traitor, but they can deal with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. There's a lot of there's Canadians on every team, so what difference does it really make? Yeah, that's you the know, thing. Russian, you got to think about it. If it wasn't for so. American city cities having, like for example, Tampa Bay, there would be <laughs> less professional Canadian players playing NHL. Absolutely, that's how I look at it. Plus, we're basically we're basically like besties, anyways, right? Canada, and America. So yeah, yeah. It works so good. Yeah. It works so good. So we, we but, uh, yeah, the funny thing is with, with the whole Lakeman story is I actually um, I called Lakeman out. I told Lakeman I was going to beat him too. So he's like. We talk almost every other day on Facebook, but he got a little bitter because last um, last thing that Jace was doing in banning, and Jace, even Jace was hit there because he read my comment. Uh, they did that Donkey Kong thing where they did the face-off with him and Wes, mm-hmm. and then after they, they were trying to break that crazy record of like 3 million points, whatever it was, the Steve record. Yeah, 3.2 million. Yes, the, no, no, it's the real it's record. It's called the record. Yeah, it is the record. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought they were trying to break the, the one with like the... It was a couple million points or whatever. Yeah, three point two million. The yeah. world, the real okay. world, the real Donkey Kong world. The one they, no one has beaten okay. yet. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we're trying to break that. <laughs> we anyways. joke about that, Aaron. Just to let you know. Yeah. We yeah. always no, no, say I, that's the I world record. It's not the world record. I'm too nice, right? So inherently, I'm assuming you're telling the truth. Yeah. Give me a yeah. second to realize oh, yeah. you guys are just Yeah. You better throw that out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but I um I actually did, after they did the thing they had Jace had Robbie on camera and he goes oh you know. You want to take some questions, some Q and A, and I'm on. I'm on here. I saw Teeter and a bunch of other guys from TG on, and I say, uh, tell Lakeman. I told. I told Jason. I said, tell Lakeman that come November he's going to lose his death race scores. They're going to get broken for sure. And then Jace goes, now Robbie, some noob is in the chat talking trash, saying he's going to beat your records. What do you got to say about that? And Robbie was saying, you know, he'll never beat my records. He's that's not going to happen. And. I don't even know who that is, and I'm like, he knows who it is. He know he knows who it is because he knows it's me. Because he was he was super like he loved bragging to me. When we beat go. it the first time. Jesus. He loved it. He was bragging up and down on Facebook to me, and he was like, you know, th- uh, 33 or whatever. He was just talking so much trash. <laughs> so, so I mean, but we're like, I love Robbie, and I've been saying Robbie was gonna be a Donkey Kong beast for ever now. You know what I mean? I've supported him forever for it. So mm-hmm. I was super stoked as a competition, but. Now, I actually called it out and told him I was going to do it, and we did, so thank God, because I would look really stupid not back on my trash talk. So, yeah. Chase probably didn't remember it, but it was funny because I trash talked Robbie and told him it was going to happen. <laughs> and then I did it, so worked out. Yes, so awesome. So it'll be a little back and forth. So when was, when did you, I know you said it, I wasn't, I was switching. Did you, did you say he's going back this month? Yeah, sometime oh, okay. this month. Uh, I don't know, probably later in the month, but he's definitely going back. And he told me he told me he was going to go after a few things, so I don't know if it's going to be Donkey Kong and other stuff, because that's where he set the DK record, I think. But um, he's definitely going to be going after that. I actually told him my uh, 
my strategy for Robot Bowl. So I told him how to do Robot Bowl so he could mimic it. But I said it was only under the uh, under the condition that if he does set the record, he has to give me a shout out. So he's, gonna, oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's using the LeBerge technique. He's going to shout me out. Yeah, so. That's true. And if he does get the perfect score. Yeah, I was so cocky, too. Like, if you look at the record, I was so cocky. I was like, I'm going to get a perfect. We'll just keep recording. I'll do it. I want to get it done. And I tried, like, I don't know how many times after that, but I was like, you know what? I'm over this game. Yeah, I'm yeah. not doing this. <laughs> so I'm going to get the perfect record. I'm over it. It's just stupid bowling. I'm done. Yeah. So. Well, hey, it won you some wings, so. Yeah. yeah oh it's God, not right? necessarily stupid, so congratulations on that. Come on, Nick. Run. <laughs> yeah. Run. Good job. Proud of you. And you got the extra hundred. You like that? Yeah, I'm surprised you know. Totally how to play. I'm did surprised that. Surprised you know how to play video games. I know it's crazy. Um, we do have. Uh, we we'll, we'll kind of pause here for a little bit. Um, at least twenty do, more minutes. Do we have another sponsor? Do no. we? I don't think. I think, I think we're, we exhausted. We're out. We got a sponsor. We are. No, we do have one more sponsor. We do. Um, we got Glenn's pick of the week. Sponsored oh, that's right. By <clears throat> Technically, an old Crown. Sponsor. It's a Crown Royal Apple. It's really good. Something to sip on. Buy the dollar shots today. Dollar it's really, it's really <laughs> good. It's really good. So you um, should uh, try. It's a apple whiskey called Serpent's Bite. It's actually a little bit cheaper. Really? And it tastes just as good as Crown, but it's like ten bucks cheaper. Probably made by Crown. They just put a new label on it. Probably right. No, everyone's doing apple whiskey nowadays. Yes, they are. Apple beer, apple cider, everything's apple. Apple. The there's going to be a shortage of Apple shortly. Yeah, I heard that is a huge... Uh, they, they're calling it Apple-geddon, because that's how few that's how apples are left. It's <laughs> nefarious. It is, yeah. Let me pull... Um, so are you ready for this pick now, of the... Now the next big thing that people are getting into is uh, root beer beer. Oh my god, well, it's because it's incredible. It It's scary. If you didn't tell someone there was alcohol in it, it <laughs> you would not know. What's this? Actual root beer beer. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah it's it, incredible. It, it yeah, there's like a couple different kinds, and I guess Coors and Bud Weiser's are going to get into it this summer and make it. Maybe you guys will get along before we do in Canada. You guys, that's the one thing I notice when we go there every time. There's, there's so much cool stuff that you guys have that we don't. Yeah, but so you like, have you have Bud Light Apple, though. You have Bud Light Apple, and you have... Yeah, we do. You have uh, ketchup potato chips. Yeah, which we have not had yet. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't actually even tried any of this new apple stuff personally. I have, I've tried. We do have like a lot of really good craft breweries. Breweries here. So yeah. I try a lot. I try a lot of that stuff, but. Um, but you guys also have the, the hard buying thing too. The what? You only can buy so much or something like that. Yeah, that's right. It's super expensive. Reasons. Oh really? That's the primary reason for us is we can only bring so much. Yeah. That. So. Um, oh, that's that was the major thing. We actually had a. It's funny. We actually had a kind of hard time getting into the U.S. And normally we don't, but uh, we got stopped, and the guy was like really. Uh, he was really kind of in our face. Like he he tried to trick us and say, you know, I've been to Fun Spot and. It's not open in the winter. We're like, Fun Spot's always open, man. Like, there's a whole, there's like 40 people going to go explicitly for this. Like, you can't really fake us out. And anyways, it was really funny. It was this is the only time we've ever had issues. That's weird. Where, yeah, you wanted to like check our our uh, our uh, car and everything. So it was it was very brief. I mean, it wasn't really that bad. I mean, it sounded more. You know more what it is? Do I know who it was? What? Lakeman knows somebody at the border and. Obviously, he was trying to prevent you from. Yeah, that's that's it. His that is definitely that's exactly it. Exactly what it was. Let's, we should get some serious conspiracy theories. Not only was it Lakeman, but it was probably sponsored by Jace. So. Oh, it was Jace. Why do you think he doesn't Jace. let us back on the channel anymore? Well, I think I think <laughs> Jace was a little scared that I might go there and you know uh, 
work on some Zookeeper. So if you guys can actually see my, it's unfortunate that you can't see my video because right now in the background of my video is uh, um, my arcade machine, which my friend James Cameron actually made. It's a really awesome bar top that he made. Uh, he does amazing work. And um, I've got a Zookeeper on here because that's what I was playing. So Jason's going to have to watch out, man, because he's going to come after it. It wasn't on the floor. It wasn't on the floor when we were there, and I was hoping it was because this thing doesn't play it great. It, it, it's not the same with the proper controllers, so uh, I, I definitely want to go and play it there live, but yeah. I'm coming for YouTube, Jason. I'm going to say Oh, that. Cool. oh man. You guys will never come back on the show. Well, though, well, well, Aaron, I don't know how much you watch our show, but yeah. my question is, oh, me, and Nick have, me and Nick have seen it, of course, because yeah. we're experts at the game. And we've talked to Jace, and Jace laughs it off like he says he's seen it. Have you seen the zookeeper kill screen yet? No. Okay. That's a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I never knew that. Yeah, Echo the Dolphin. Only a real Yeah. Are you showing it again? No, that's legit. We have a pic. Do you have a picture of it, Mike? Yeah, I'll go get the picture. Yeah, we we actually do have a picture of it. I'll go rip it off the wall. And as they say, a picture is worth a thousand words, so... <laughs> one of our favorite things while we were there is uh, while he's looking, one of the favorite things while we were there is that there's like this video of Alan Stahl so I guess he was streaming and he just freaks out after and he's like, thanks for watching, and he freaks out I couldn't get over that video, man it was so funny, it just cracked me up I love Alan Stahl, he's so funny we were watching that the whole time we were there like we were uh, chilling in our hotel room and we, were, we had a little Alan Stahl video and so Alan started quoting him so while I was playing, I was like I was trying very hard to actively not uh, oh, sorry, Nick. start quoting Alan Stahl and cursing while I'm playing and setting records every time I lose. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Alan's so funny. All right, bye, Nick. There we go. Am I leaving? No. I just I just erased you. We have to show Aaron the kill screen. That's all. Oh, man. So you have to watch on your Twitch. Oh, can you see I am. it? I'm going to be a little uh, delayed here. So. We can't. I feel like I'm seeing behind like, Oz's curtain right now. You are. This is really, you kind of are, yeah. I don't know if this is going to work, but... It might uh, not, Mike. I don't think it's going to go. We're getting accepted. I don't think it's bright enough back there. No, we can't do it. Dang it. I could take a picture on my phone. Actually, you know what? I might have it on the desktop. I thought you did, because we used to, well, it used to be our background. Yeah. So how did you guys manage this? Who, who did this that you got to see it? Was it Jason or somebody else? Accomplished it? Well, I kind of see it there. But... No, the we... Uh... Told us. What's that? The creator told us about it. Adanusiata sent it to us, actually. We didn't actually get the kill Yeah, screen, we didn't kill it. But he sent it to us. Adanusiata is the, the guy who developed Echo of the Dolphin games. Nice. And Echo came from Zookeeper. Yes, and he that's how we found out about it. Um, that's awesome. No, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Our well, old, getting, like, little tidbits like, like that, right? You get, like, just because the community is, like, relatively small, but not so small, but, like, there's all the connections. Everyone's all over the place. There's all the... Connections. You get to find out really cool stuff like that. Like, whoever would even know that? Well, okay. Since somebody <laughs> on the chat already let the cat out of the bag, Aaron, like I said, you should trust us. We're a bunch of bullshitters. We're lying right now. <laughs> we made a doctrine photo that I killed the dog. No, we did not. <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? That's right. Nobody's ever seen <laughs> the kill screen except as. Uh, See, I was extolling <laughs> the virtues of the arcade community. I know you were. That's why we had to go. stop you. We had to stop you. Here you go, here you go, just destroying it all, really. Yeah, yeah we... 
We do that. You made us feel bad. We're like, oh, crap. I, I destroy a lot of things. Bad. I destroy hopes and dreams, Donkey Kong machines, all that. <laughs> First and the last time I'll ever be a guest. <laughs> Dang it. Well, that's pretty normal. <laughs> that's normal. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I come on anytime you guys are awesome. So. Thank so. you. Plus, plus, I, plus, I like Glenn. Glenn, Glenn Tendo's one, one of my boys. So oh, yeah. Glenn. Oh, yeah. Glenn's. <laughs> hey, uh, Glenn well, which yeah. reminds me. We got Steam Deal of the Week. Are you ready for the it's Steam Deal yes, of the Week? Yes, definitely. Is it Steam? Is it, gonna, is it always going to be Steam or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm ready. I'll, I'll be ready PC in a second. Race, right, Glenn? Nice. Yep. I'll be <laughs> Go ahead and tell us. Castle deals suck, those Steam deals are where it's at. Right now, a game that needs no introduction, the entire Doom franchise is on sale for, on Steam. You can pick up yes. new games for a dollar. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Are you serious? That's what I was actually on. I don't know if I can even talk about this, but I actually played that Doom Alpha that just came out. Like, they, they, they're, they're, they're closed alpha testing their game, and I used some little connections I kind of got in, because I love Doom. I've been playing it since I was a kid, and it's amazing. I can't talk about, I'm not going to talk about the games, because I don't know what the NDA is, but... It's amazing. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, like, cool. it was so good. In the few days I got to play it, when I stopped, I was talking to my friends. They're like, hey, man, you want to hang out and play something? I'm like, I kind of want to play Doom, and I can't. You know, like, I'm all sad. Like, I already miss it. It was, it was that good. So I absolutely agree with Glenn. It's, you should, if you don't own Doom, you should pick it up because it's amazing. The originals are fantastic. They don't really age. They age perfectly. Some of our viewers know that I, I, I run Doom, and I, I do Doom runs 100%. On the higher difficulties and everything, so it is one of my favorite games of all time. And I do have servers open if anyone wants to jump in and out of the game with me. Oh, oh. we need to play for sure. Mike, you just bought yeah, that like a week ago, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's ironic that it's Glenn's pick of the week because I bought it for a full last price. Friday after our show. Yeah, that is. And here's well, the, here's the yeah. scary part. Or the ridiculous part, as some of you may want to know. Um, I bought the Doom 3 BFG edition, which is the best edition to buy, because it's $4.99 for Doom 1, Doom 2, and Doom 3, and the expansion pack down Steam right now, so that's the deal. You can get Doom 2 for $1.24, so that's, that's awesome. That's incredible. But the mm -hmm. funny part about this is I bought it purely for convenience, because I own Doom on... <laughs> Now everything. everything. I own yeah. it on Nintendo 64. I own it on um, Sega 32X. Uh, I actually don't own it for SNES, but more importantly, I have the I have the original floppies. You do. I've seen I them. also have the Windows 95 Ultimate Doom CD collection one as well. Um, do you have it on 360? I do have it on 360. I have it on PlayStation 3. I have Doom 3 for Xbox. So for me to purchase this again, pretty much a waste <laughs> Red, of money. Kind of redundant. But the purpose was, is Support. you know what? If I have a PC computer and I can install Steam, I can play Doom in about three minutes. So yeah. it's more of a convenience. And of course, I bought it, played the first episode, felt satisfied, went to bed. So <laughs> plus you can also you can also download the mods like Brutal Doom and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, Brutal Doom is amazing. Yeah, the music for Doom too. Like I, I don't even want to uh, go into too much, but like the the music for all the Doom games is fantastic. It's super memorable and just like a great just a great theme in general. But then there's been so many awesome uh, remakes of it. Like there's been these the ones for Brutal Doom that Glenn mentioned. Uh, Brutal Doom has like this metal soundtrack and it's so good. It is so good. Like 
half the time I'm playing other games, I listen to the Doom Metal soundtrack because it's so intense and badass, it just gets me hyped up. Like, I get so hyped over playing that. And then the new Doom that's coming out that they're hyping up now, the, the music in that is also amazing. Like, just the little bit we got to see in the, in the tech preview, it was so, it's so good. And I'm like, this is so what Doom's supposed to be, man. I'm so, I'm super excited. I couldn't endorse it any harder. Like, they're pushing it right now really hard, the, the, uh, the Bethesda MLM, but for real, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm really glad Glenn recommended it because it's amazing. And this is an awesome deal. Well, I told all my friends to get it, too. I, I want to jump in here. Glenn is technically recommending Doom, the, the Doom packages, I believe, right, Glenn? I don't want to misspeak for you, but... I'm assuming you're not recommending the pre-sale of Doom, right? No. Because it's Bethesda? Because yeah, yeah, it's Bethesda, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure that our disclaimer for Glenn's Steam Pick of the Week aren't the pre-sale that you see currently on the screen. No, you, you should never buy a pre-sale, and if you do, shame on you. There you go. <laughs> I'm talking about, I was talking about both, honestly. I love, I love the original ones. Yeah. Um, but I know that your, your recommendation is for the... Because honestly, well, you'd be recommending a sale that's like $70 for Doom. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy to buy that right now, but the other ones are ridiculous. It's cool that you bought, that you mentioned the BFG edition, because some people were confused. Like, when I told my friends about it, the deals, there's all the other Dooms that are on there too, right? But that BF3, or that Doom 3 BFG edition has everything, so it's amazing. So that's what we had by far. It's too much you guys aren't going to be around for uh, Christmas because I'm sure Glenn already knows there's going to be that huge mega sale. Uh, there'd be so many you couldn't even really mention a good one for the Steam Christmas. That would be a case where I'm just like, go to Steam, everything's on sale. Yeah. Every year that at a Christmas Steam sale, I actually go down to Ottawa for New Year's and stuff, and I swear to God, like, every year this, the Steam Christmas sale comes on, I probably blow, like, $100, 200 on Steam games. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. So I end up, I end up my collection ends up getting, like, well, a couple hundred more games. You know, it's ridiculous. My Steam account is ridiculous. But you, it's, Steam is so good. And, like, Glenn, I always listen to Glenn has his sales. He mentions them. And the sales are so good that it's really not hard to get a lot of games because they make it so accessible. It's the, the best platform. It's so good. So it's awesome. There you if go. I was in the desert and I was marketing the new Doom, my campaign slogan would be like, hey, it's not Doom 3. <laughs> it's Doom 1 <laughs> and Doom 2. If you're a big fan, Glenn, uh, you should definitely see, like, I'll make sure to send stuff your way when I hear about them um, doing the alpha stuff because I actually posted to a private scene group I have that's like a gaming thing with my gamer friends. And uh, I found it like they had post they posted something on Facebook and I found out about it like a minute after they posted it and we were talking about getting more uh, applications for the alpha and stuff, so I could have definitely hooked you up with that. I can not guarantee you get an entry, but I could have hooked you up at least at the end with the, oh, the ability to Oh, I, I had a chance to get the alpha, but I passed it up because that entire week I had to work. Yeah, uh, I was one of those asses that got it and <laughs> didn't, didn't download it. it. Nice going, Mike. Yeah. But I had the oh, PlayStation, so. but it was the PlayStation 4 ones. They were giving them out like... Nobody was, you know, it was like bad candy. No one was picking them up. So it wasn't like the, it wasn't the Steam version. It was an apple with a razor blade people, in it. A bunch of people, my friend, my one of my friends got the PS4 one. He said it was actually pretty good, but I saw so many people on the Doom uh, subreddit saying, you know, got a PS4 looking for a PC. So many people wanted to play it on PC. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the PC one is the one I went for immediately because I I love classic arcade, I love consoles, but man, I'm a pretty hardcore PC gamer. It's, so well, I'm, it's Doom. I play on PC. It's yeah. Doom. Yeah, I agree. It's like, for example, if Halo comes out, 
you play it on Xbox. Yep. Is, sure. Yeah. You know, Doom comes. So out. I have heard the computer version's awesome. Of what? Halo. Of Halo? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's I mean, console version and the PC version. We played the PC version. Yeah. PC Halo Three is great. I love it. But I have another friend who's played it on PS4, and he loves it too. So this it does appeal to some people. It does appeal to some people, but honestly, if you're a hardcore, old school PC gamer, you have to play on PC. There's no question. But you, like with the console version, though, you don't get all the features that you do with the PC, like you don't get season-like stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a different experience for sure. People still say it's good, but it's a different experience. I love it on PC. And like I said, I know you're not, you don't like pre-orders and you may not like Bethesda or the, or the new stuff because it's so expensive, but I will say that from my experience, I can't really talk about the game itself, but I can say that the new one is really, really good. If you're a big fan of the old ones, you should like the new one. So if you get a chance to check it out, you should. No, just just the. Oh, yeah, uh, buy it. Just I mean, when it comes out and stuff, buy it. I mean, I know you did pre-order thing though. It's kind of evil. Pre-sales are the devil, man. You're giving these companies money and they don't even have a finished product. No, no money if you don't have anything to show for it. It's kind of it's kind of a bad trend that's been going on for a while, and a lot of the PC community is coming up against it. So. Yes, yeah. Just don't buy it, friends. That's it. one way to buy stop it. it. Don't pre-order. No, don't pre-order. Buy it like when it comes out. And seriously, try it if you can, <clears throat> but don't pre-order. Pre-ordering on Steam is like, really? I mean, it's <laughs> I like, know, it's, it's like, yeah, come you on. You want to end up like one of those poor bastards that bought Arkham Knight on <laughs> a pre-order yeah. the day that it launched, it didn't work. And it still doesn't work to this day. It still hasn't gotten fixed? What? No, it's not That's incredible. Six months. They tried to fix it and they broke it, right? They tried to patch it and they just broke it worse. Yeah. 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 The thing is, too, and I don't know if you know this, Glenn, I don't know if you bothered any of this, but if you go on Steam and you're looking at a game, especially like a pre sale thing, that kind of stuff, you can add it to your wish list and follow it and they'll email you. They'll email you if it ever goes on sale, they'll email you like when it gets released. They'll they come they'll eat because they want your sales so bad. They'll they'll make sure you know. So I mean if you're worried about, oh, it comes out, I might not know, I might forget, like, they'll give you the tools to make sure you don't forget to buy it and spend the money. So, you can do that without even pre-ordering it. That's, that's what I did with collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on my wait list for six months. Is it really? Yeah. Nice. Well, you saw the video. I did. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> you're a cat knocking things over. Oh, that's not out yet. No, it's out. Oh. I'm just saying I had it on my wait list. For nine months, and then oh, dude, when the Steam awesome. deal came out, I bought it, and I still have not. Played I was gonna it. say you haven't played it yet. No, that not. game is the phenomenal. Good, Look, the good thing to do right now too is you do it right now before the Christmas sale for any game that you're interested in. Add it to your list because then, when the Steam sale comes up, if any of those go on sale, Steam will email you and say, "Hey, a game that's on your wish list is on sale." And so, like, you don't even have to. You might, if you're gonna miss it, you know what I mean. You might be busy doing some stuff, like especially during the, during the holidays. Most people have more important things to do, but. If you uh, if you want to be lazy, just add to your list because they'll tell you anytime it comes on sale. So if you want to be cheap and get it and get a deal, that's a good way to do it. Or if you just want to spend it, never play it. That's me. Do it. Yeah, like the, you're not the only one, man. That's like 99 percent of people that play PC games. Yeah. Buy it now, yeah. never play it. My total play. You're good at. <laughs> yeah, I know it's ridiculous. There's actually a Steam analyzer tool that tells you like how much your account is worth, approximately based on how much you spent and stuff. Wow. And that's kind of frightening. It analyzes your average game completion and how much you played. And like for mine, it's like less than twenty percent. Cancer is eighty percent here. That's ridiculous. Cool. <laughs> nice. 
I did see some things that kind of irked me, though, earlier this week. There was actually two stories that I read. Well, I, one wasn't a story. One was a podcast that I seen after I was informed about it on a gaming group. Uh, apparently, the website Rooster Teeth mm. oh. uh, laid into one of the most like credible reviewers out there, like one of the good guys. Uh, they laid into him because he gave Fallout uh, 4 a 3 out of 5. And the whole time that they're laying into this reviewer and tell, telling people like how he's just doing it for this, for attention and that, they're sitting there on the table with frickin' dip boys on their arms that Bethesda gave them. Now, mind you, Rooster Teeth is a company, a subsidiary of Bethesda. They, Bethesda gave them money to do shows about Fallout 4 before its release. And these guys are, like, laying into this guy who gave it an honest review. And it's not a bad review. And I see three out of five. That's a normal review. <laughs> and it tells me, like... It's it's good to, it's good enough to like check out. It might not be for everyone. Yeah, and at the same time, it's the fourth one, so some people might be just kind of tired of it, even if it's a great game. Yeah, they're expecting. But this podcast was just reaming on this more, guy yeah. for them not giving it a, like oh, five out of five. Mm -hmm. Like I said, these guys are all paid off by Bethesda and stuff. They do shows for Bethesda. Yeah, I mean that's, just, that's how me and Nick would. Yeah, man. Yo, I actually believe his. Uh, opinion more than I would a regular, a normal person, because he's he has every incentive in the world to give it a five out of five. I mean, he does, because I mean, really. So if if a guy who's getting paid by Bethesda or any company to review a game and he doesn't give it a perfect score, I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, that's probably his real opinion then, you know? Yeah, this guy doesn't work for Rooster Teeth. He has his own website and does his own reviews. This guy don't really, this guy don't get paid by companies to do reviews. Oh, okay, People I'm just sorry. People go to them because they know that they're going to oh. get an honest opinion. Oh, okay, okay. And the scumbags <laughs> are playing into him because he, he gave them an honest opinion and then bullshit people. And like I said, these guys are all decked out with, like, pit boys on their arms while they're playing into this guy. Pit boys that Bethesda gave them. That's that's nice. <laughs> sorry, Glenn, I misunderstood you. Of, like, gaming, like, journalism where... It's worse than the real news as far as, like, people making up shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really trust it. it. The best thing to do is go by your friends, man. Like, you know what I mean? You have, if you have friends that have similar interests, just ask them what they think if they got stuff. That's what I do. Most all our guys, because I have a pretty big group of people that play uh, PC games, everybody just gives everybody else the feedback and says, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is this is good or that's good or whatever. So, And YouTube, too. I mean, with YouTube out there and, and podcasts and stuff, you can get pretty honest reviews. But I, wouldn't, I don't trust any mainstream media gaming site anymore for the most part i mean get it from the get it from the source get it from people that know what they're talking about don't get it from someone who's probably getting paid to tell you it's good yeah i was gonna say i saw the fallout 4 commercial and according to the commercial a reviewer said it was the best game ever made so, so <laughs> yeah exactly. obviously it's a the best obviously it's phenomenal game yeah. i mean <laughs> It was the hype was real around. Like I had guys that I work with that were like counting down the days until it came out. So the hype was pretty real on that game. Oh, and to be honest, I mean, I was. I'm you bought a PS4. I bought right? a PS4 for it because I never played Fallout until three to four years after Fallout Three came out, and you know I just shit bricks when I played it. So <laughs> it was like, 
Well, you were that, pretty obsessed I, with I that game. I bought the PS4 because Rock Band 4 came out. A bunch of good titles finally came out. You know, mm -hmm. some software. Wasn't just for Fallout, but my plan was is, well, Best Buy was given Fallout free. If you bought a PlayStation. Oh, did you see that? I did. That was pretty I'm sweet. I'm not even paying attention to that. That was I great. Just did that. That's why it worked. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, a PlayStation Fallout for free? Well, then I can't go wrong. The game's bad, you know. Who so. cares? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's why they were giving it away for free. Because yep. they're like, this game ain't no one going to buy no, this. No, Best thing. Buy obviously already yeah. rated the game. Like, we got to give this thing away Two for out of free. ten. Yeah. They're like, it works. So. I mean, I'm not saying that Fallout's going to be, like, the new one is bad or anything. I'm sure it's, <laughs> I'm sure it's good, and I'll probably actually get it. But I'm going to wait till it goes on sale, because for me, like, most games that I'll buy up front are usually multiplayer games. Games where... It, kind of matters if you play within the first few die. weeks, you know what I mean? Like a like a Diablo expansion <laughs> or or, or Sonic or some crap like that. I'll get that right away. But if there's a, if there's a multiplayer component, I want it like first day. But if it's a single player game, unless I'm insanely hyped on it, I just wait. Not because I'm cheap or I don't want to, but it's just like I know I'm not going to probably play it too hard. So yeah, let's you, just wait. Like for example, like me, I didn't find Fallout Three until three years later. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. it didn't matter for me to buy it on day one. So. Well, just wait 10 years and you can buy it on Steam for like 8 bucks. Yeah, 2 bucks. <laughs> 2 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's actually quicker than that. You'd be surprised me. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. it really faster than oh, that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yes. Because yeah. it's digital. They're crazy with their deals. Like, I'm willing to bet even though Fallout no 4 inventory. just came out, it'll be on sale on, on the winter sale, most likely. Yeah, at least $10 off. Yeah, it'll probably be about 10, 15%, give or take. Like, you, you watch. It'll be something like that. They're really good. <laughs> They're that. really good about sales, man. Cool. Is there anything else, Glenn? Because I'm going to go for a submission here on a brand new Oh, oh yeah. Right, here, you are. So. Did anybody see the news about Final Fantasy VII? The yes. remake. I heard some people talking about it. I don't know enough. Yeah, who, who's playing the main character in it? Just, who knows? Maybe you'll have to buy the main character from what it sounds. Aww. Uh oh. This doesn't sound positive. So this is where they're going to go with this. The game that everybody's been waiting almost 20 years for a remake. <laughs> <laughs> this is the screwed up part, because Sony knows how big oh, a drink this, this game has. Yeah. And like, if you even try to debate this topic with, a, with some of the fans, they don't give a shit. They're going to buy it no matter what. Sony knows this. Yeah, they already Sony gave them knows, free like, order money. They can do whatever they want, and people are going to just throw over money like no problem. So what they're going to do is, in quotations, make it episodic. What? <laughs> so they're going to release it in parts. And from what it sounds like, each part's going to be $60. What? Do you see what? the thing today, Glenn? Or the other day, uh, I think it was today that came out. Oh my god! They were talking about saying their their reason for it was it's too big to be in one modern game, so they feel like it needs to be more than one game. They just want to make more money. Or you could just buy a PlayStation One and play the original. Yes, like the, like the or you could buy it on sale on PC on Steam. Exactly. It came out on Steam, not the remastered version, but the original's on sale on Steam. Yeah, whatever. It's still a good game. This is, okay, this is the screwed up part. Like, I read the bullet points from the developers. First bullet point said, we have to make it into episodes because we don't want to cut out anything because the game's so big. Second bullet point, this is from the developers, says, we had to cut out some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. 
How messed up is that? And and this 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 dude like sends this link to me because I was debating with like how bad this is with them, and he's like, check that out. I I checked it out. I'm like, okay, so you read the first bullet point, and then you completely ignored the other bullet points. Because if you would have kept reading, the second one contradicts the first one. They're not giving you a clear answer. It's kind of genius, really. And this is. This is the thing I don't get. Okay, if the game's so big, release it in three discs like they did in 1997. It cost you a dollar, not even a dollar to make a disc. Yeah, exactly. But it's such a ridiculous thing because everything, almost everything now is released digitally through Steam on PC. Like, how many physical game copies do you buy? I, I buy maybe occasionally collector's editions of games like, I don't know, Blizzard-type games. I'll buy maybe collector's editions just because I'm a fucking... Fanboy, sorry, I should probably just swear, but no, you can say fuck, fanboy. I don't give a shit. I'll buy, I, <laughs> but, uh, no one buys physical media for the most part, so what did what difference does it make how big it is? For real, like people can download massive games, games like Fallout and all that stuff is like 60 gigs. Most people don't have caps anymore. Well, yeah, I don't know about that, but we don't, we don't, so a lot of people don't have caps. I mean, it's it would, it's it's just a, it's a crappy excuse to make more money. That's all it is. Yeah, and from what I from my, what I gather, each each episode would be sixty bucks, and right now the total is looking to be a hundred and eighty dollars for this freaking game. Oh my, what for a remake of a game? Yeah, a remake. What they're practically doing is just taking the three discs from the original <laughs> game and go, okay, now you have to pay sixty dollars for each disc to get your full game. Wow, that's uh, ridiculous. It, it completely pissed me off. If the PC community is anything, it's righteously vindictive, though. So if they if they try to screw people over and this is how they actually nice, try to go down, huh? it will it will get boycotted and people will lose their shit. So it's gonna like PC gamers especially they don't take a lot of shit because there's been it's been such a big thing for such a while a long time now with the with companies being corrupt and the media being kind of corrupt and messed up, people will just freak out. Like, yeah, I'm sure the blowback is gonna be insane for sure. Are they going to release it on PC, though? Or is it just PS4? I don't know. Probably probably both, if they're smart. I mean, but who knows? You're right. Maybe it will just be PS4. It, I mean, if there's no way that they would... If they're going to stick to this business plan, there's no way that they're going to release it on PC. Just because, like you said, Don't people download your thing, man. You don't need physical media. You could download, and I'm not. I'm not promoting pirating. I just mean like even just in even just consider Steam. Like you're yeah. not buying discs. You're just downloading. You're just downloading <laughs> digital media. So I mean, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. On PC, the market would be nothing. It, the, it would the piracy would be out of out of control. Not because people are necessarily like dirty thieves. Is people would just oh my God, out of premise alone. People would just pirate it just because they'd be so mad that it's growing <laughs> profiteering. You know what I mean? Cool. Did anybody else read a little bit more into like what else they're planning with it? I don't know if you did, Aaron, or not. No. Because I, I actually did my homework on this, because I wanted to find out what the fuck is actually going down with this, because I was so pissed. Um, the bullet points, again, one of the ones, they list about how big this game is, you know? And every feature that they listed was about the very first city, Midgar. Midgar, yeah. It's like, are you making a game that's 80% oh. Midgar or 20% World or what the... That's what it, they made it sound like on the bullet point. It's like, oh, we're doing all this shit to Midgar, but nothing else to the world. Everything about it just sounds like it's primed for being real disappointing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to hold my breath. I, I used to be a massive Final Fantasy fan when I was a kid, especially. I love all the Final Fantasy games. I still love 
three or six or whatever you want to call it, the three in the U.S. One of my favorite games of all time. I love it, but I don't know, man. The quality of their product hasn't been great for a long time. You know. Yeah, that's the other thing I was gonna talk. Okay, they're talking about all this stuff that they're gonna be like the game's so huge, you know, that they have to release it in episodes. This is Square Enix that we're talking. Look at their track record from the past 10 years. Their games practically play themselves. It's You go down a narrow, like Final Fantasy 13, you're going down yep. hallways. And then you get to the end, and then you watch like a 20-minute movie. <laughs> I was just going to say. That I got that. My release will be nothing but you watching the game jerk itself off for <laughs> However many hours. <laughs> Speaking of which, what did you think about what did you think about Because uh, Metal Gear, man, like Hideo, I love Hideo Kojima and I love Metal Gear, but that game has a lot of cutscenes that are really long, and Hideo Kojima probably name drops himself like four thousand times in that game. Like yeah. every cutscene is like a Hideo Kojima game. Like everything is just me and my friends. We make fun of it. We just call it like we don't even say we're playing Metal Gear. Like we're playing, we're oh we're playing a Hideo Kojima game. It's a, it's a game by Hideo Kojima. Like you know that's you just never stop that, talking about it. That you say that because I joke with my friends too. Except I call it the Hideo Kojima movie. I'm watching the Hideo Kojima movie. It is. That's what it is. And so like you've got all these companies that are doing that. They're basically gonna they're gonna Hideo it. You know what I mean? It's gonna just be another. Like as much as you said, it's gonna be like a circle jerk. You're watching the game circle jerk itself. It's gonna be embarrassing. It's just the you can't do that to your fan base. That's what they're doing with the new Final Fantasy VII. That's why it's gonna be so big. They're throwing in like mostly yeah, yeah. movies, no gameplay. Yeah. Oh, except I, for the like all the crap that they're adding to Midgard. Like, who my uh, my ex girlfriend was a massive Final Fantasy fan, and so she was super psyched for thirteen. I remember getting it for her, and like. I was psyched kind of to play it, but I was like, whatever, I'll just play what she's done. And she hated it so much, I don't think she even got past, like, the beginning. She hated it. Like, she played it for a couple hours and was like, this is terrible. And I never played it because of that. So, like, that's how bad. Like, people that are even huge fans were basically just shitting on it. You know what I mean? So that's not good. Like, that's, uh, it's not good. They haven't had, they haven't had a good track record. I don't know. It's, I don't, it, unless you've heard it differently, I haven't heard any critical acclaim from anymore. That's fantastic. For 13th? No, for any of the most recent ones. Yeah, I mean, their MMO, their last MMO that they came out with, completely freaking wild. <laughs> I love this. I love this uh, moving him around on the screen with Mario. It's hilarious. Oh, I forgot, ah! I forgot to jump. <laughs> You're watching this. <laughs> I was, I was watching that. What an idiot. Uh, are you ready, Nick? You ready to do the new Mario setting? Are you going to do it? Or no? You want me to do it? <laughs> Somebody gonna do it? I'll do it, sure. Okay, ready? All right, let's, let's, let's just review for everybody at home. I'll reset. Yeah, let me go to the... Well, we gotta turn it off. It's we're off, it's off. We gotta follow the rules. All right. All right, I'm gonna show everybody the rules at home for the new track. And for the record... Well, they don't see that yet. Okay. Oh. Let me read. We're not let using it. Let me read the rules. Don't go past the first pipe settings, level 1-1. One, one. Must be played on original NES cart. No emulation. No ever dried screenshots allowed. <laughs> Here's the game specific rules. Don't go past the first pipe. One life only. Your scoring attempt ends when either you die or jump onto or over the first pipe of a level. Use of the game genie is encouraged. <laughs> Alright, here we go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. Check Nick. it out. Hang on. It's, not, see, not, it's not, not a it's I'm a video game it. enhancer. 
It is. It's not a cheater. No, it's an enhanced. Makes the game better. Go. Okay, go ahead. Show show See your it? console. Oh, God, we're ex- we're not sorry. using what? Our, twi- our, our switcher sucks. Okay. Go ahead. See, we're not using the game genie. So this Just is your verification. This is it. Super Mario Brothers. We would be using the game genie, but it, that version of the game genie doesn't work with. Uh, <laughs> the top loader doesn't work with the yeah, top loader. Yeah, we had to. We didn't realize that yep, until about so. an hour before the show. I'm jealous of your top loader. Oh, it does work really well. Um, okay, here we go. Turning it on. All Look, right. see it turned on. There it is. Here, here's Nick playing. Nick's holding the controller. Oh, Nick's gonna make the inaugural record. Yes. Yep. Here we go. Okay, I'm choosing one player. Yep. Ready? One life only. See if oh, I can do it. Here we go. This is one. You have multiple reputable witnesses now, too, in the chat room, so we're good. Oof. Scared? Okay. Let's get this, uh... Remember to break the blocks, too. The pressure's real. Go. Oh. Oh. That's it. There it is! Oh! Verification! Uh, there you go. Nick's still playing. Right. Nick, show you have control. See? To show you have control of Mario. Show you have control. Oh, yeah. See? I want to make sure you're not... No, I, I need you in the screenshot. Oh, yeah, sorry. See, Nick see has it. control of Mario, see? so it's still him. There's our score, eighteen fifty inaugural score. Yep. Nice job. Excellent. Yep. That's why I Excellent. love. That's why I love the new track system. It's awesome. Nick doesn't have enough time to play Mario, so that's why these tracks are made. No, exactly. I got like 10, 10 seconds or less every day to play video games. Yeah. So, so and everybody and everybody deserves to everybody deserves to compete. You know, yeah, diversity, all that good stuff. Now, so, I know. Good shot. Thanks. Defends, he defends the uh, creating and track. So do I. What's his argument going to be against this? I don't know. We'll find oh, out. Okay. Uh, his argument will be this is awesome. He'll go, this is so cool. More people will participate. I like this. So once you get used to playing Mario, it's super easy to beat this game like in a few minutes. Yeah, it really like, is. Yeah, Nick beat it before just, our just show. <laughs> I think for a summer when I was like... 16 or something, I was young. I had a Nintendo, I just had a Nintendo, my Nintendo for my collection in my room. Yeah. And I, I beat the same like every single day when I got up in the summer because you could do it in like 10 minutes. I just get up, make cereal, beat Mario, and go to go like go to work and go do the rest of my day. It would take like two minutes. Oh, yeah, it's so great. Easy. I mean, the speed run, I, it's not two minutes, not that'd be ridiculous. That, would be, fastest, that would be the world record, yeah. Yeah, the fastest run is like super, super short, and I can do it like maybe a few minutes longer than that. You know what I mean, but that doesn't take a lot of skill. If you, once you learn how to do it, it's really easy. So, the one I, to say it, you, you can speed run it relatively easily. Not the one, the one not I enough that you can beat the record, but you can impress people. The one I like on Twin Galaxies. I, to be for those of you watching, like why is that a record? Well, I we created it out of protest. To be honest most, with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's more to yeah, it, playing playing Donkey Kong hopping on one foot, yeah, which I believe yeah. got into the yeah, that, yeah. It got in like the oh, next you, you know day. What we were supposed to do Nick. What? We were supposed to do the record setter thing. Oh, we didn't bring any ha- uh, clocks. Yeah, we didn't break any clocks. Damn it's it, that doesn't even count. If you're not breaking a clock, it's not a record. You gotta redo it. The one I like. That Twin Galaxies has. I like fastest full completion. I like that one a lot. I, I like that one. What? Yeah, I like that one. What is that? You have to play every level. You can't warp. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you said fall completion. I was like, what the hell are you <laughs> Nick, do it. She falls at a static rate, man. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's fall completion. Whoever can go. fall in the what pit I, the fastest. My speed runs is I do 100%. 
I do. See, I'm super impressed with what Glenn does because he's got these games like memorized to the point where I can't even do that, man. Like, I like to play. I like to play games that take like two second reaction time. I can't do the memorization thing. I've got a shitty memory, so. No, same here. Mine's all just reaction time based on nothing. Yeah, I'm a reaction gamer. I'm I'm like a do it in the moment thing. The memorization is too much for me. You should have been there when I was learning uh, 100% oh, on Doom, getting every single little health pickup, armor bonus. It's so, it's so impressive when people do that, like the speedruns for Quake and all those games. It's so crazy impressive, all the tricks people have. I like speedrunning. I could never really do it, but I love watching people do it. It's like fighting games, too. Like I don't know if you, ever, if you guys ever watch any of that. They had the tournament recently. There was a Capcom Cup. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't seem to watch that, and I'm like, it blows my mind how good these guys are. Like I'm such oh, a yeah. fanboy... I'm such a fanboy for all these, like, crazy, insanely skilled Asian players from, like, Japan and all these other countries. And I tell people, I'm like, this guy's amazing. Like, how do you not know who this guy is? And they're like, who the hell is that guy? I'm like, oh, he's, like, this, like, Korean, you know, uh, Street Fighter player. But he's, like, a god at the game. You know, people don't even understand it. I'm like, it's the same thing with speedruns for me. Like, just because I'm not good at it doesn't mean I can't appreciate it. I think it takes an an incredible amount of skill. I don't even play fighting games, but I'll hold up Fight Kid every now and then just to spectate mode. And the crazy yeah. Asians playing Street Fighter. Oh, man. The tournament, the Capcom Cup, like, if anybody here hasn't watched it, you can go back and watch the replays. It's ridiculous. Like, that high-level fighting, even if you don't play those games, even if you don't really know anything about it, is so insane to watch. So, yeah, they're completely good. different style of this stuff, and I don't even know how I got on that yeah, topic. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're good spectator sport. The spectator oh, yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. I well, can't wait. depends on the game that people are speedrunning. If it's a short game, you expect to see about a thousand resets in the middle. Yeah. Did I you can't... see the uh, Zelda one, Glenn? The recent Zelda one the guy did? Yeah. It's I actually crazy. I posted a link on my Facebook. A uh, link? Sorry. Oh, oh, oh That's so clever. I yeah. can't I can't <laughs> I can't wait until me and Glenn settle it on the screen when we do the Grand Theft Auto five fullest completion. Oh sure. all, all uh, shipyarding. Yep. Are you guys oh, gonna yeah. do some low point scores? Is... Is no, that gonna no. be the next big thing too? You guys gonna do in like protests? You can do some low point zero scores. No, somebody's already done that, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, okay. We don't need to. We don't need to advertise it. But cool. Awesome, Aaron. Well, thanks for being on our show. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, man. No Anytime problem. you guys want to do yeah, it. Yeah, if cool. you want to come on the show, join the show. Well, when we're on Twin Galaxies, we'll have the whole Skype array. Um, so we'll have six channels. So feel free if you're ever watching the show, or you know, we'll say hey. We got a subject. We want to talk about Death Race again, or you know, or you got something to talk about. Come on by the show. Just like uh, some of our other, we like to say co-hosts come by, regulars that come in the show. So Don, man. Yeah. So once again, um, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Appreciate it. And uh, I'll join Nick here. Yeah. Nick's awesome. Oh yeah. I'll I'll stand in front of Mario. But want to remind everybody next week. Twin Galaxies Live, State of the Galaxies. A lot of you probably have questions over all the stuff that happened the past few months, really. For Jace, yeah, it's been he might a answer while, questions. Man. He might answer some of our questions. Um, but we'll stay, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. Um, hate us on Hatebook. Or no, what is it? Assbook? Assbook. Assbook. <laughs> if you really hate us, if you are one of the haters that hide your names, always just watching us to say something wrong, make sure you, uh, let, uh, you hate us on Ass book. Yeah. I keep wanting to say hate book, but it's no, ass book. It's, it's ass book. Yeah. Um, and we should be back. Yeah. The 
eighth of the year, eighth of January. But uh, make sure you stay tuned to our Facebook page because tentative, tentative, tentative date. New, new Year's Eve, rocking, rocking New Year's Eve with settled on. The yeah, street. we baby. need something better than that. We need we, a better we'll, tag. We'll, we'll find something. We'll, we'll better. think of something. Yeah, so we'll do some zany stuff. We'll be playing video games. I don't know, but we'll, we'll figure that out later. So, for my co-host Glenn, our uh, our guest Aaron Laberge. Le Laberge. From Canada. Nice. Thanks for joining us. We'll see y'all next time. Yep. And uh, see you later. Peace. See you. See you. See you.